me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. Well, hello. Welcome to Simple Joe. I am Joe. Today is February. Today is February. Today is Sunday, February 14th, 2021. Happy Valentine's Day. It is 1.02 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. And if you've not gotten your Valentine's Day card and your flowers or whatever you're getting from for Valentine's Day for your significant other, your husband, your wife, or whatever that might be, you suck if you've not done it yet. Because I just did mine an hour ago. Just got back from the store, picked up my card, picked up my flowers, a couple little other little things. Came in wheels a-squealing just in time for Valentine's Day. So take that. Got it done. If you've not done yours yet, get out there and do it. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Welcome to Simple Joe. This is the show where you'll hear me talk about things that strike my interest. Honestly, the biggest reason I do the show, really the only reason I do the show, is to become a better podcaster. I show up every day to practice podcasting, try to slow down. Get rid of the ums, the uhs, all those crutch words. Become more consistent talking into the mic. Practice good mic technique with my high LPR 40. And just practice becoming a better podcaster. If you're listening, you may be the only one. So thank you. I would greatly appreciate your feedback. You can email me at joe at thesimplejoe.com. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know where I need to improve. Let me know what you like. But uh, don't be afraid to throw some criticisms at me. I would certainly appreciate hearing from you. Hey, and welcome again, big welcome again to you special new listeners from the Geekin' on WDW podcast. My friend Kurt Stone runs an amazing podcast, an amazing group of Disney fans. And there they are this week down in Disney World. When I say this week, today is Sunday. I'll be, I think the festivities start off Wednesday, but they're down there this week. A little later in today's episode, you will hear what you're looking for. Right now in Cincinnati, Ohio, it is 25 degrees Fahrenheit, and we expect a high of 26. So we're sneaking up on that if we've not hit it already, and a low of 18. I was at the grocery store this morning, packed full. Everybody is preparing for Snowmageddon. The White Death is coming again. Monday, uh, we're expecting anywhere from five to 10 inches, I think, of accumulation here in Cincinnati, which is a big deal for us. Right now, it's sunshiny. It's a really pretty day out today. Tomorrow morning, we'll start off with some sun, but snow's a-coming. Snow's a-coming. It'll be 23 degrees high tomorrow and 14 degrees for the low. Again, we are preparing for the white death. Today in 1818, Frederick Douglass, the abolitionist, escaped slave, author, lecturer, and one of history's most one of american history's most important people was born he would have been 203 years old today uh, this guy does not get i know he he gets lots of credit and he doesn't get enough whatever credit he gets he doesn't get enough an amazing amazing uh person uh, escaped slave self-taught um really quite frankly in the time scared a lot of people because he was everything that they thought black people shouldn't be, couldn't be, and wouldn't be. 
uh, an amazing human being, Frederick Douglass. Uh, you, you were um, amazing, amazing. Check out, check out any book you can read, any uh, documentary about Frederick Douglass. An amazing historic figure. In 1894, Jack Benny was born today. Jack Benny, the comedian from back in the day, way back in the day. He would have been 127 years old today. In 1913, Woody Hayes was born today. He would have been 108 years old. Woody Hayes was the coach for Ohio State football back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, I think it was. He won five national championships. I remember Woody Hayes for why he got fired. He got mad at a player and because a player made a good play on his team. Grabbed that player from the sideline. The player from the other team on the sideline punched him square in the neck. That's how into this game Woody Hayes was. He was a nut, man. An absolute nut. He would have been 108 years old today. In 1942, Michael Bloomberg was born today. The Republican, Independent, Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Independent, Republican, whatever he is, tried to buy his way into the 2020 election, was a, was a miserable failure. At that, immediately in the debates, he got called out on some really uh, serious stuff with some payoffs he made to some settlements he made with some women for for sexual harassment and not a fan of Michael Bloomberg. Wishy-washy. He's a listen. He's a he's a billionaire. He's done something well to, to make that much money, whatever he's whatever he's done. But uh, not a fan of Michael Bloomberg whether he's a Republican, Democrat, Independent, or whatever it is. He is 79 years old today. 1994, Carl Bird, 1944, Carl Bernstein was born today, one half of the team that blew open the Watergate case uh, back, in the, back in the 70s. He was with the Washington Post. I think he, uh, Dustin Hoffman, and mm, who is the, the other actor that played in all the president's men, really good movie, really good movie about the Watergate story and Woodward and Bernstein. Carl Bernstein is 77 years old today. In 1945, Gregory Hines was born today. I don't know if you remember Gregory Hines, but he was an actor probably hit his, hit his peak in the eighties, nineties, uh, from movies, um, white nights and taps. He was a great tap dancer, by the way. Great tap dancer. I realize I'm getting old when I see Gregory Hines is 76 years old today, born in 1945. In 1948, Teller was born today. Teller from the Penn and Teller comedy magic duo. His real name is Raymond Joseph Teller. You never hear from him. He's the one that doesn't talk. And I suspect that he's probably the mastermind behind that team, but doesn't talk. Great, great, funny uh, great, funny magician, magician team, magic team, Penn and Teller, one half of Penn and Teller. Teller is 73 years old today. In 1957, if you want to think, if you want to realize you're getting old, check this one out. In 1957, Alan Hunter was born. Alan Hunter was one of the original MTV VJs, along with uh, Martha Quinn, Nina Blackburn, uh, JJ, I want to say JJ Watts. I can't remember the other guy's name, JJ. I can't remember his name. 
Mm, Mark Goodman was the other one. Oh, that's going to drive me crazy. JJ something. Can't remember it. I'll remember it sometime in this episode, I'm sure, and I'll just blurt it out. Anyway, Alan Hunter is 64 years old today. One of the original MTV VJs. You know when MTV actually played videos. Uh, Happy birthday, Alan Hunter. And in 1972, Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20 was born today. He is 49. I know some, I, I I couldn't name any Matchbox 20 songs. I would recognize him, I'm sure, if I heard him, but I love Rob Thomas when he did a bit with Santana, Smooth. That song, Smooth, is fantastic. As soon as you hear that song, you know it's Rob Thomas singing, and you know it's Carlos Santana playing on the guitar. Very distinctive voices, very distinctive styles. Happy birthday, Rob Thomas. You are 49 years old today. Let's continue with our 18 destructive habits holding you back from success by Deep Patel at entrepreneur.com. Let's review the first. We're going to do 13, 14, and 15 today. Let's review quickly the first 12. Number one, seeking approval. Two, shifting the blame. Three, undefined goals. Neglecting your health. Self-doubt. Inaction. Number seven, feeding distraction. Number eight, putting yourself or others down. Staying in your comfort zone. The need to always be perfect, number 11, waiting for the right time, and number 12, not having a budget. And I gave commentary on each one of those over the past few episodes. Number 13, overlooking the importance of persistence. Don't make the faulty assumption that talent outweighs persistence when it comes to success. Sure, talent helps, but it is something that can be sharpened and cultivated over time. Ultimately, persistence is the engine that will get you to the finish line. The ability to stick with your project, work tirelessly to see it through, will be your secret weapon to achieve success. Oh, I almost made it through that whole thing without making a mistake. Then I got to the word weapon and it flubbed me up. And anyway, overlooking the importance of persistence. 90% is showing up. I believe that completely. And you've got to persevere through the hard times. The biggest question is, how do you persevere? How do you, what mindset do you have to have in order to just keep pushing? I think we all know that persistence is the key, but I think we don't know how to persist. I don't think we know what that looks like. And I think we, we try too hard. Let me, let me kind of Put these thoughts together. I think we try too hard instead of trying methodically. I think persistence comes with consistency and um, not consistent. Yeah, consistency. Persistence comes with consistency and consistency comes with good habits and knowing that, okay, I'm just going to push through this. I'm going to stay the course. I'm going to get through this little dip and uh, persevere through whatever I'm going through. I think there was a uh, an essay or a book called Acres of Diamonds. I think the idea behind Acres of Diamonds was I think it's Acres of Diamonds or whatever it might be. Where a guy was digging for diamonds or digging for gold or something like that and he he kept going and kept going and kept going and when he finally quit and gave up, he sold the land to another prospector, whatever it might be. And that prospector took up where he left off 
and five feet from where he stopped was the vein of gold or the diamonds or whatever he was looking for. He was digging for. So it had that guy just stayed the course a little more. He would have, he would have gotten what he was looking for. Number 14, which almost seems like the polar opposite, not knowing when to let go. You've invested endless hours in a project, tried a myriad of strategies, changed tactics, and poured resources into it. But no no matter how hard you try, it's a losing proposition. There comes a time when you need to let go. Even the captain on a sinking ship must know when to grab the life preserver. Boy, that's a that's a great that's a great tweet. That's a great bumper sticker. That's a great, great quote right there. Even the captain on a sinking ship must know when to grab the life preserver. It's hard to walk away from something to which you are emotionally or financially connected, but knowing when to move on will give you the freedom to focus on new enterprises and take advantage of other opportunities. So how do we reconcile number 13, overlooking the importance of persistence and number 14, not knowing when to let go? That's the age old question. And I don't know the answer to that, uh, but you just kind of feel when it's time. There's something uh, in, I guess, economics or mindset or whatever it is called sunk cost bias. Uh, it happens all the time when you're, when, you, when you're trying to throw something away, when you've invested in a stock, when, you've, when you have invested in all your energies into a business, when to let go. For example, if you're investing into a stock and let's say you, you, you've bought a stock at $100 a share, let's just try to keep, try to keep the number simple here, simple for me because I'm trying to do math live, which is always a big mistake. Let's say you bought a stock at $100 a share, and now that stock is $10 a share. So let's say you own 100 shares of that stock um, or 10 shares of that stock. So now the value of your stock has gone from $1,000 to $100. All you can see is that you paid $1,000 for that share and you want to try to make your money back. Right now, that, that share is only valued at $10 a share. You have to ask yourself, I have to ask myself, if I had the cash that that stock was valued at right now, would I buy that stock again? If the answer is yes, then keep the stock. If the answer is no, then sell it and move on. The same thing with getting rid of stuff. If, if I had to pay for this thing right now, would I keep it? Would I buy it? If the answer is no, let it go. Let it go. If you're in business and you look at your business and you say to yourself, let's say your business is worth $10,000 or $1,000, whatever it is, and you, and you take a step back and you say, would I invest $10,000 in this business as it is right now? If the answer is no, it's time to cut your losses and move on. But that's a hard thing to do, isn't it? It's a hard, hard thing to do. Balancing over number 13 and number 14, overlooking the importance of persistence, when to keep persevering and when to know to let go. That's the age old question. I would love to know what your thoughts on these two are, because balancing these two are it's a it's a tough 
tough thing. Number 15, not educating yourself. Successful people are almost always voracious readers. Reading is the basic way we educate ourselves and gain knowledge. It gives you a window into different perspectives, helps you understand what is happening in the world, and keeps you up to date with trends. No matter how successful you are, you should always be seeking deeper insights. Knowledge empowers you to dream bigger. There's a great podcast by Jeff. I say his name all the time. This is terrible. It's called Read to Lead. Read to Lead podcast. He, this is a fantastic podcast where Jeff goes into, he reads a book, uh, has the author on, talks about, talks about the book, and, and talks about what he's gleaned from the book. Fantastic. Read to Lead. Uh, I read a statistic years ago, and if I don't have this exactly right, I apologize, but it's something like once a person graduates college or graduates high school, they don't read more than three books the rest of their whole life, which is a crying shame. It just, that's, that's intentional ignorance as far as I'm concerned. That's intentional ignorance. Read, educate yourself lifelong. I try to read a book a month. Uh, that's kind of my general goal, a book a month, 12 books a year. Sometimes it's, sometimes I'll re- repeat a book. Um, the Rhythm of Life by Matthew Kelly is a book that I read almost every year. Uh, it's, it's a book that really, if you, if it's all encompassing self-help, uh, self-improvement, self-development, personal development, it's a great book. Rhythm of Life by Matthew Kelly. Check it out. You've got to educate yourself. You've got to keep reading. You've got to keep studying. You've got to keep your mind sharp. Keep on top of trends. And when it says keep on top of trends, uh, I don't think he is talking about what's the latest fashion, unless that's your job, unless that's your work, or what's the latest social media thing going on, the latest meme, unless, of course, that's your job and that's your career and that's your, that's your path in life. But for most of us, it's not, most of us, it's not. When it says keep track of trends, what is, what are the things important to your life, important to your business? If you want to become a better dad or mom, what are the latest, what are the latest studies on becoming a better dad or mom? If you want to become a better podcaster, what are the, what are the latest things to become a better podcaster? What are the latest strategies, the latest, whatever it might be, if whatever you want to do, Keep up with the trends to make yourself better. And no matter how successful you are, you can be better. We all can be better, but we're not going to be better by being lazy. We have to educate ourselves. Not reading, not studying, not continuing to learn about yourself and what will make you better is intentional ignorance, and that is unforgivable. Hey, for all you folks, at the Grand Geekin' Gathering in Disney World this week. I think it starts off Wednesday. And you listeners to Kurt Stone's Geekin' on WDW podcast at geekin'onwdw.com. I'm going to spell that out for you just so you know. G-E-E-K-I-N-O-N-W-D-W.com. That's Geekin' on WDW. Uh, your secret word is Kevin Curtis Allen. Now head over to thesimplejoe.com slash geek, thesimplejoe.com slash geek, and type in that secret word to be answered into a contest to win a Geekin' on WDW 
long sleeve t-shirt. Maybe a couple other things will be thrown in there. Kurt and I will talk about that. Again, go to simplejoe.com slash geek and type in Kevin Curtis Allen. Here's the deal. Would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? Would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? I think I would rather know if I had to choose between these two. I would rather know how I'm going to die, not when I'm going to die. Let's assume that knowing either one, you can't do a thing about. Like if I know I'm going to die of heart disease, no matter how hard I try of a heart attack, no matter how hard I try, I'm going to die of a heart attack. Let's assume that you can't do anything about this. Would you rather know how you're going, when you're going to die? It's, I would rather know how I'm going to die. I don't know when I'm, I don't want to know when I'm going to die. Uh, I want to try to live each day like it's my last and live each day and plan for each day. Like I've got a whole life ahead of me. I think that's a good strategy to have. Live each day like it's going to be your last and plan for each day like you have a whole life ahead of you. Because really, that, that's, a, that's a funny thing. People always say, well, leave each, leave each, live each day like it's going to be your last. Well, if I lived each day like it's really going to be my last, I wouldn't go to work. I'd gather up my family. We'd, go, we'd, we'd fly down to Florida and go to the beach. And if I lived the next day, like it's going to be last, my last, I'd gather up my family, <laughs> go down to Florida and hang out at the beach and tell them how much I love them. Tell them, tell them how much they, I appreciate them and ask for forgiveness where I need to ask for forgiveness and live each day. Like it's going to be my last. That's how I would really live each day. If it was going to be my last, but the idea is tell people you love them. Tell people you care about them. Ask for forgiveness where you need to ask for forgiveness. And make an impact on other people's lives. Make an impact on your culture. Make an impact on society. Every single day. Find a way to do it every single day. But you got to plan. You got to take care of your finances. You got to set your goals. You have to establish your life like you're going to live for a good long time because you're going to be in trouble if, if you don't. So I'd rather know how I'm going to die. Just not when I'm going to die, but it'd be interesting to know that, hey, I'm going to fall off a tall building or be swept up by a tornado or whatever it might be. Maybe it won't be as dramatic as that. Maybe it'll be, I don't know. I don't want to think about it. But if I had to, if I had to pick, I'd rather know how I'm going to die versus when I'm going to die. Well, that'll wrap up today's show. Again, the secret word for those folks at, at Geekin' on WDW is Kevin Curtis Allen. Go to thesimplejoe.com slash geek and type that in. Thank you for listening. You mean a lot to me. You can reach out to me on Twitter at at 4 Taylor. That's F-O-R-J-O-E-T-A-Y-L-O-R at 4 Taylor. And if you like the show, I would appreciate it if you told a couple friends. But give them fair warning. This show is just Joe trying to become a better podcaster. Nothing more. We'll see what the future holds for The Simple Joe, but for now, it's just Joe practicing podcasting, trying to become better every single day. 
set the stage for them, set expectations, let them know what they're in for. If you find it interesting, tell a couple friends. I really appreciate it. My website is thesimplejoe.com, thesimplejoe.com. Thank you so much for listening. You mean a lot to me. Happy Valentine's Day. Go buy those flowers and cards right now. Take care. Oh, yeah, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.